you know. On like Donkey Kong. <laughs> Kill the brain. I have a box filled with heads and hands. Shalom. Welcome to Brain Dead Radio, episode 178. I'm Rob, joined with C, pissing on bats to the J, and... Ooh, Ari! Now, CJ, after your story came out last week, there were stories in the news, CJ, about rabid bats all around our area. Yeah. I talked to my best friend, Brittany. She mm-hmm. had a bat in her house. Now, did you inadvertently, when you pissed on that bat, and flushed it. Some sort of species yes. war. No. Uh, Did you trigger? I didn't mean to. Like a mutagen. Like it's like it's like it's like a supervillain in a in a Marvel movie where like it was the perfect combination of whatever's in your piss, the darkness, and being flushed. And now this bat became like uh, he's nuts. And now there's rabid bats everywhere. So my superpower is that I can piss on things and give it rabies. Yes. So basically, you have rabies. I just I just carry the rabies in my piss. You carry the rabies. You carry a version of rabies in your piss. Can you control these rabid piss bats now, CJ? Uh, I would hope so. Otherwise, it's not much of a power, is it? It would be kind of a shitty power if all you could do (laughs) is release rabid piss bats into the wild. (laughs) (laughs) They'll attack me. It's just like, oh, God. (laughs) That's all you're doing. No, yeah. but seriously, people, uh, like uh, two days after. Like the Rat King, if he didn't have control over the rats. Yeah, he's just, like, just all over him. Always bitten bit. He's just covered uh, in rat bites. Like, I've got so many diseases. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like a walking bubonic plague. The yeah. Ninja Turtles are like, I don't want to fuck with this guy. This guy is just kill making us. bombs out of soda pop cans and gasoline. Oh, like, my God. No, but it's crazy that two days after your, your 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 story, you told us your story. I'm reading reports of rabid bats all around uh, our area, and people with other people I know with bats in their houses. Uh, well, ha- this kind of thing happens, like crazy animal things. I mean, all over the place. Bat update 2018. Has there been any more bats? No, I haven't seen any more bats. Oh. Uh, ended at three, huh? Okay, good. Yep. Yep. Bummer. But CJ may have uh, power and control over said bats. We, we 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 won't know yet. The jury is still out. I really hope you have control over these piss bats. That would be fucking amazing. I hope. So I hope. Too. I hope to see CJ flying on a gigantic bat like Neverending Story, <laughs> just, just, just like, over your city. His fist up in the air, like <laughs> yeah. There was an actual bat guy in the beginning of Beverly. Yes, they are the bat guy. That's. Yeah. I don't yeah. like that movie, so I don't know what reference you guys are talking about. Oh, we're we're talking about the one without Jonathan Brandis. The only one that one. matters is the one with Jonathan Brandis, you guys. Yeah, no. Uh, that is the <laughs> only one that matters. The Jay Brandis fucking. That's entry. like an episode of Zoobly Zoo. That Listen, one. Listen, Zoobly Zoo. Why shit. are you fucking disparaging Ben Vereen? That dude. <laughs> <laughs> that dude. dude. Zoobly Zoo is just Zoo like, hey, we got some extra cats like makeup from the from the play cats. We'll just. Dude. You're wrong. Zoobly Zoo was the shit. Zoobly Zoo. Sorry, did you ever watch Zoobly Zoo? Yeah, I watched Zoo. Yeah, are no, there any Ben Vereen action figures, Ari? 
Not that I'm aware of, Damn unfortunately. <laughs> but for the longest time, I forgot about that show, and then it, then somehow over the past couple of years, it came back. Like somebody posted something like, "Holy shit, I forgot all about that thing." It was really weird. It was awesome. It was dude. It was like dudes and chicks and like fucking spandex like, that like like leopard print. It probably gave me a fetish. That's probably why I like trashy women. Like I blame Zubilee Zoo for fucking totally digging like leopard print Peg Bundy shit. Like yeah. thanks a lot, Ben Vereen. God damn it! You're hoping yeah. the government's like making some like half cat, half human hybrid, so Listen. you can be like, "What's up, cat Listen. lady?" It is no to the listeners of BDR. It is not. Uh, it is nothing to be surprised about. I've talked about it a thousand times in the past. If no, the Navi, if no big deal. the Navi were real, I would totally bang a Navi, one hundred percent. And that is a cat person. So yes. So if I wonder so who'd be allergic. Like have like a, <laughs> I'm like I, I can't wait house to have sex to with you. Any Navi <laughs> that come over. No, Navi's don't fucking. They're just like people. Why are you so racist against Navi? Why are you saying that Navi have to poop in a cat box, CJ? That's racist. <laughs> say they have, maybe they That's just racist. To. They do not. You saw the movie. They had toilets, probably. I mean, James Cameron. They never showed James it. Cameron they never showed I don't think it. they had. I don't think they had plumbing. Yeah, I don't think they, they had plumbing, bro. Like shit in a river. Well, yeah. well, okay, that's different than shitting in a box in my house. <laughs> like, you don't have a river, do you? Uh, down the road. <laughs> okay, I guess you'll be like, okay, down the road is where the bathroom is. And, and uh... they're cat people, so they'll enjoy the forest. I mean, really, it like it, it allows them to get exercise and release their bodily functions. But yeah, I would totally fuck a Navi. Not so much a Zubilee Zoo character. Do they cause... clean themselves with their tongues? No! I mean, well, we don't oh, know that's yet. Hot. Well, I mean, no, it's not hot. I mean, what if a Navi is like, hot. just like go to town on their hot. ass? Like, oh, I just took a big deuce. Hey, Rob, it's time to get down. Well, I mean, if it was Sigourney Weaver's Navi, I might just have to grin and bear it. Well, just, I might uh, just have to Sigourney put some. Weaver I have to put some va- sandpapery tongue all over you. <laughs> I'll have to put some Vicks vapor rub in my mustache, <laughs> 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 so all I smell is menthol. But I think I could push through. I mean, yeah. Sigourney Weaver that, is hot. Got that cat food breath all up on you. Ugh, I like tuna. That's it. I'm out. I'm out. I ain't fucking cats no more. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined it for you, Ari. I'm sorry. Yeah, you ruined it. Uh, I'd still fuck a, a cat. Person. I'd still fuck a cat. I'm just saying. I mean, like a cat person, not a cat. I mean, that's, <laughs> let's, make sure, let's, let's make sure we keep that shit in context, you guys. Come on. We, we must isolate that, isolate that little dialogue. <laughs> it's a good thing you guys don't do any of that, so I'm not in worry uh, of being isolated. You guys, like it, be more technologically inclined. That's right. You guys don't have know, to. Right? That's right. That's why I do all the work. I don't have to fucking. I don't, I don't have to isolate any of my nonsense. Just, uh, just sieges. Just because it's fun. But I, you know, if I had a chip in my head. I could totally process all that. If you had a chip in your head, CJ, what voice would it have? Oh, jeez. If you, so, uh, it, so if CJ, I'm so, not the CJ. Would you like that? Would you like to activate me? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not be the Mad Hatter. Okay, not the Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter is out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ari, what voice would you have while CJ is thinking? You had a chip uh, in your head, controlling only you can hear it, and it talks to you. And it, you're having full conversations with it. What voice would you want? Scarlett Johansson. Really? Not Natalie Portman? Wow. Did you did you change? No, Scarlett's got like a like a more sultry voice, and I'd rather like like I wouldn't mind her like, okay, Ari, I'm gonna read you uh pages from the yellow book so you fall asleep. And she'll just like start reading me names and I'll I'll fall asleep pretty quick. So I think she'd get me 
sleepy faster than Natalie Portman. So like, mm. did, did you fall asleep when you were watching the movie Her? You're just like, oh, that voice is just talking and I feel so good right now. This is amazing. No, but I, I, I need to see that movie. Oh. So well, you, might, you might beat off during it. I don't know. It could go either way. Oh, could go I either way. Probably will. So Scarlet well, Joe, Scar Joe, Scar Joe in your head, Ari. Yeah. All the sure time. you fall asleep. All, All right. the time. All the time. All right. Even she during could do that whole thing, like like the Hulk thing, like like the sun's coming down, big boy. And I'd be like, <laughs> 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 your wife is like st- talking to you, like and just trying to have a conversation about like what are we gonna do tomorrow? What should we do? And in your head, it's just like the sun's coming out, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> hold, on. hold on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> would 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 you allow? So if you had to control over Scarlett Johansson's voice and you could tell her to like stop talking to you or talk to you or whatever, would you uh, have her talk to you during sexy time, or would you shut Scar Joe's voice off? Uh, during the sexy time, of course I keep that on. It'd be like, <laughs> it'd be like a like a two and a half some. It'd be awesome. <laughs> oh my god, I am so That'd glad. Amazing. I am so glad you're part of the show, Ari. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why that was a question. Yeah, the Ari the Ari returns are just you know just going up. They're just going up. <laughs> CJ, same question. Um, I guess I'll go with the uh, the Batman. Uh, animated series Harley Quinn. Oh, is right. that is Tara Strong? Right. Yeah. I, right. Is that right? I'm pretty Tara, sure it is. Tara Strong did it. Harley Quinn. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So you would do a Mr. J. You'd have you, mm-hmm. you, Mr. CJ. Mr. CJ. <laughs> so all right. Now would it be would it be just her voice or would it be like as Harley Quinn? No, be as Harley Quinn. Okay. So yeah. basically, you're gonna have the animated series Harley Quinn voice in your head, controlling your just like that. Yep. That sexy. Mm-hmm. That sexy, sexy Harley Quinn inside your head uh, all the time. Always call me Puddin. Oh, I, I like do it. like me a good Puddin. <laughs> nice. I feel like. How that's about you, Rob? Uh, Mark Borchart. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do, man? Hey, man. Hey, man. Like, I like what you're doing, man. Yeah, stay creative, man. I just, I, I really just want man. I mean, that's basically like in my head all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. So fuck yeah. it. Like, I'll bury the hatchet with Borchart if he ends up putting his fucking you mind into Mike like an AI. In your head no, because I couldn't have an actual conversation with Mike. That's Mike, true. He would just be commenting on yes, things randomly. And he would trail off. Annoying. Yeah, he would trail yeah. off. He would just like, it'd be like stream of Making consciousness. Making you buy lottery tickets. Yeah, no, it would be like, I already have my stream of consciousness. How many potatoes do I need? <laughs> Two potatoes plus a dollar's a dollar. <laughs> I, I already have a stream of consciousness in my head. I don't want a second stream of consciousness consciousness going around in my head, uh, just mm. because I don't think that would work. So yeah, no, I would totally pick. Uh, I thought you would have wanted your own voice. Just telling me. Oh, man, that's... <laughs> well, you know, I didn't even think that was an option. That's like two of me. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, I th- you and I have talked, CJ, that I would totally fuck myself if there was a clone. So maybe I would uh, have my own voice in my head. Uh, just being mm-hmm. like, just and just validating like every Max on Max. dude. It would just he would just be validating everything I do. Like there would be never, there would never <laughs> be like a dissenting voice of opinion. It, it would, would be just, like you have a devil on your shoulder, but never the angel. Just yeah, a little yeah, devil yeah. at all times. Yep. Just like, hey Rob, let's end this podcast and go look up cat people porn for the next two and a half hours. Like, hey I guys, mean, I gotta go. You're, you're saying that like I'm not doing that right now while I'm doing the podcast. <laughs> I can multitask. I do work in IT. Like I'm able to multitask. I'm just saying, cat porn over here, podcast over here, 
It's uh, it, it's like totally. You start out by getting Leslie just like one of those like you know innocent hats that has the ears on it, you know, like for winter time. You're like, it's just a cool little oh, hat, right? little cat hat. Hey, I got you this uh, this little like nose warmer with well, whiskers. On here, it. Here's my problem, CJ. Next thing you know, no, it's like no, no. Here's my problem, real quick. Sandpapery tongue condom on your tongue. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like me. You assumed that I'd buy the hat for Leslie. I'd buy the hat for you, CJ. So like, yeah, you'd be wearing the cuddly cat hat, CJ. But I don't have. Now any- we know what boy tiger really means. <laughs> yeah, like I'm gonna turn. <laughs> remember, you. remember Tusk? Like I'm gonna turn, turn <laughs> CJ into <laughs> boy tiger for real. Uh, <laughs> He's gonna be half boy, I'm half enjoy tiger. That swimming scene. I'm not gonna enjoy that at all. I'm gonna be butt ass naked, stroking yeah. your fur. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, but speaking of voices, who our... want to be a man? <laughs> if you could be a tiger, be a tiger, a boy tiger. <laughs> but speaking of voices in our heads, uh, Ari, you and I, I believe, chatted about this a few episodes ago. I think San CJ, possibly, but CJ and I just checked out a little movie called Upgrade. 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 Whole. Yeah. Okay, so I don't really want to spoil this because honestly, everybody said that the trailer spoiled it to begin with. I'm here to tell you, uh, the trailer does show a lot, but it doesn't show everything, and there's still plenty of uh, twists and turns, as it were, throughout the movie. Uh, I have to say, this is the, uh, I think, the best thing uh, Lee Wannell, the the writer-director, the guy who did the Saw movies and shit, has ever fucking done. I've watched this movie twice in two days. (laughs) I watched it Friday. And I watched it last night. I don't do that with movies. Upgrade is amazing. All about a paraplegic, quadriplegic who gets a little thing implanted in his, in, in his head after him, him and his uh, girlfriend get assaulted by a gang. And it turns out uh, this cybernetic implant may have a mind of its own. Uh, and crazy shenanigans happen. And CJ and I watched it. And CJ, what was your reaction to the very first uh, death scene? Uh, in the movie, CJ, because oh, I remember I your face. I you run it back. <laughs> run it back, and I want to see it again. He's like, rewind, <laughs> enhance. The explosion, the head explosion was really good. Fucking. I haven't seen some just gory shit like that in a while. Great. In an action movie, like not like a horror or sci-fi movie. The Because like, Ari, when you saw it, you said like a same thing. I believe, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, you said it was awesome. You said you loved it. And oh, yeah. It was like a lot of fun. Uh, and the trailer's yeah. kind of kind of did it a disservice like it is it is a hard sci-fi it's very shadow run cyberpunkian uh type movie which the trailers don't really get across like i love the the world building that we got in this movie to the point where like cg and i were watching it and we just kept commenting on, on all the little like like uh what what, what, what was your uh, the buildings the twisty buildings oh yeah twisty buildings because like in the future uh, it looks like Detroit, but then you also have giant twisty buildings that look like art, you know, acropolises or uh, the special crazy future things from SimCity 2000. Like it was like that's cool, and then you have like Firebird cars, like muscle cars, but then you have like uh, super crazy Tesla to the max cars, and you have fucking contacts that can see all kinds of crazy shit. But it's played so real, like it's just I don't know. It was very, I was very pleasantly surprised. Like it was amazing. Yeah. From watching the trailer, I thought I was just getting um, like a, like a, a, a extremely gory revenge action film. Yes. And uh, the movie was a lot more than that. And it was very uh, pleasantly surprising, uh, especially it has one hell of an ending. And uh, 
I, I completely loved it. I, I saw it in theaters, and I do want to check it out now that it's available to view at home oh. because it's great. It was great. It was just, uh, yeah, CJ. A whole little movie. CJ, mm-hmm. what did you think of Upgrade? I was really surprised. I mean, I, I liked the trailers that I saw because um, it, it was, like, all over, like, uh, the YouTube ads and shit. So I was thinking maybe it was actually more of, like, a low-budget you know, like shittier movie. But then when I saw it, I'm like, nope. Uh, a lot of really cool stuff. The All the effects for the kills and a lot of the... the I, mean, I know Sam's not here, but I liked some of the camera work in it. Samuel P. Samerson about camera work. He would, he would shit all over this movie. I'm sure he probably would. But you're right. The camera stuff were like it was like a steady cam, like it was like uh, the, the cameras that are like in first person movies. They're like are attached to the pe- person's chest almost, and like the way we were talking about it after the movie, the way that the guy obviously there was like CG involved for the motion stabilizing, but like it was so smooth every time he went into like cybernetic mode. It was like the editing in the movie changed to fit that and it was fucking awesome like you see this shot even in the trailers where like he's laying on the ground on his back and then he just like shoots up and that's like and it has it's accompanied by that noise and you know awesome yeah and you know like oh shit this is the you know the cybernetic mode and that's followed like that's used throughout the movie to like awesome effects like we were talking cj that the backflip scene when he's doing the backflips and the camera is just looping like (laughs) It's just interesting. It's visually interesting. And the mm-hmm. fact that it starts... Like I was never bored during the whole thing. Like no. It moves really fast, too. Yes. Because it doesn't waste time in the beginning, setting up, like, we need to know all of his family members and what they're thinking about stuff. No, and, you know... Like, and all the... the stuff. Like, they set up basically, like, okay, it's the world, and it's not current time. Like, instantly we were both kind of like, okay, how far yes. forward is I this? I like that. There's no year set, I don't think. But it doesn't really matter exactly. Yep. Like, in the you near think future. In the it in really the doesn't. year 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's using Zunes. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you said, like, it starts off with just like, here's a guy. He likes using his hands. He hates, like, tr- he hates uh, the future shit. He, he, he's down to earth and he's just like, I don't like robots and I don't like computers that do things for me. And then now he gets saddled with a robot computer that does things for him. So you have like that like inner struggle. And then on top of it all, like Ari said, like a super gory revenge flick. That is sh- that the fight scenes, the fight scenes in this movie are some of my favorite just because it, they're easy to follow. Like, you know exactly what the fuck is happening. You know, you, you feel all these moves. You feel you, you you feel the deaths and the fact that they didn't puss out on the gore. It feels almost like a Paul Verhoeven flick, uh, <laughs> just for those kills. And there's not many. There's like what four, four maybe yeah. five in the whole movie, but they're all fucking memorable, and they're awesome. There was this older lady in my screening who was jumping at the fight scenes like they were uh, like it was a horror movie. Like she was jumping out of her fucking seat, like she was scaring the shit out of her because they were so awesome, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it was great. That very first death scene uh, in the kitchen, CJ and I were like watching, going, "This is cool." And like when when the, when the, you see that part in the trailer, but what they don't show you is the payoff. And when that payoff happened, CJ and I were just both like, "Damn, oh my god!" Like, <laughs> yeah, because like I was, like, I was, you weren't I was expecting like halfway in at that point. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, I'm totally into this now. One hundred percent in. And the fact I'm reading this on Wikipedia, dude. This movie was this movie was made 
guess how much this guess how much this uh, this movie cost, CJ? If you had to guess, uh, uh, how much they made upgrade one for. million dollars between three and five. All right, wow. Blum, Blumhouse. They know how to fucking make a movie with a budget and have that fucking return. Like it came back, they made twelve point five. That's Deese. That's not bad. And on Twitter this week, somebody tweeted at the guy uh, at Blum and was just like, hey, bro, like, love this movie. Love the ending. Would love to get a sequel. Motherfucker's like, guess what? There's going to be probably a sequel because I got an idea. Oh, so we're going to get more oh, movies. Shit. At least uh, more than likely another movie in the Upgrade and the Upgrade franchise. Uh, Upgrade in my heart, baby. I, I wish I would have seen this in the theater. Like the trailers. It, I mean, as everybody said, they spoiled, but it didn't. I, I don't know. Maybe I should go back and watch the trailers. Doesn't bother like, me. I mean, well, I still I saw the trailers a bunch of times, and I'm just like, oh, it looks like a cool movie. I hope it's not all, everything in the trailer. But I mean, and then, but what I'm well, saying, the red, all that stuff is in the movie, but it's not everything. You know, like, yeah, the, the red band trailer did give away a bunch of the really gory stuff, but it still didn't give away the movie. Like you still mm -hmm. don't you still don't know what kind of movie you're actually getting by just watching uh, that that trailer. Yeah, because I remember you know, at the end, Siege and I were like. Like when the you know the quote unquote like the 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 reveal at the end whatever came out and we're like well no shit like duh and then they're like ah just kidding here's another reveal here's some more you're like oh <laughs> fuck what oh. so I have to say like I didn't think it was gonna be part of the Cloverfield universe so yeah like, oh, I know it, my blowing I mean the fact that Orko shows up and I'm like oh my god they're tying this into He Man this is amazing. <laughs> But uh, uh, I highly, 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 highly recommend uh, Upgrade. Uh, Robert Trabor shows up. <laughs> Robert Trabor shows up in everything. That dude's <laughs> a pimp. I highly recommend Upgrade. Uh, it's on digital right now, video on demand. I think it's on Blu-ray in a few weeks. Uh, if you like uh, cyberpunk movies, uh, you like uh, that dude from Prometheus and the new Spider-Man movie, uh, uh, as a guy I saw on Facebook dubbed him Tom Hardly. I don't know the guy's actual <laughs> name, but he looks exactly like Tom Hardy. Uh, if you like that shit, highly recommend Upgrade. Uh, Which is funny because a lot of people are saying like Upgrade is like the Venom movie yes. that Venom's not going to be. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm confused yes. by that Venom, the Venom trailers. I'm just like, I don't know what this is going to be. Like, it's, so it's, I don't get who this is for. It's going to be bad. That's what it's going to be. I mean, so it's like they're trying to do the anti-hero thing, but it just doesn't seem like it's going to work. Like, no. Well, Ari's right. Like people are saying, like upgrade. This is instead of having a cybernetic implant, it should have been this. Uh, it, it should have been the symbiote or whatever. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. the venom. And like basically, that is venom. Like talking to him, fucking up shit. There you go. Yeah. And like now, I don't. I don't see venom wowing me, uh, especially a because it's PG thirteen. Uh, B because it's Wah. a Sony movie. Uh, how is it PG thirteen? And then the trailers are like, I'm gonna eat your organs and I'm gonna eat your face. <laughs> I'm they, eat your, they had your cock. They, I'm, I'm gonna eat your cock. <laughs> no, because they cut that shit out. Apparently, there was a scene uh, where Venom bites a head off a dude, and you're like, that'd be fucking dope to see. But nope, gonna, we're gonna cut it because we gotta, we gotta appeal to everybody, uh, and at the same time, appeal to nobody. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, really, what it comes down to, if you think about it, in terms of fucking like Hollywood, obviously it's PG-13 because they 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 they, they want a chance in hell that Disney will allow another cross fucking over. Like you, that you know, that's the only fucking reason this movie's PG thirteen. That's it, is because if it's R, there's no fucking way they'll ever get Venom in the MCU yeah. or have Tom Hardy come over. Uh, so it, it's studio bullshit. I mean, and we all suffer for it. But it's a Venom movie. I mean, that heyday was in the '90s. If a Venom movie was ever gonna come out, it would have came out in like the '90s with fucking Rob Otten, 
uh, doing the special effects, like the thing. It would have been amazing to have John Carpenter shoot it. Uh, it would have been his like nice comeback in the '90s instead of Memoirs of an Invisible Man. But it would have been Howie Long's big uh, movie role. <laughs> Fresh off Walk Like a Man, Howie Mandel is <laughs> Howie Mandel is Eddie Brock. <laughs> Howie Mandel. <laughs> no, fuck it. Howie Mandel is just the voice of Venom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But he only talks in his gizmo voice. Yes. Or as Bobby uh, from Bobby's World Voice. Bobby. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna punch your head CJ, he's got more impressions. <laughs> CJ's feeling threatened. <laughs> no. It's gonna be an impression off here. <laughs> CJ's mean mugging you, Ari. He's mean mugging you. Yeah, I can you. see. He's like he's like Bobby's mine, you fucking asshole. <laughs> no, I never did I never did a Bobby impression. That's all you you can have that one. <laughs> uh CJ's so oh. kind. So uh while we're talking about movie real quick, I just want to give you guys a heads up. Uh I, I, I watched Action Point last night. Uh the Johnny Knoxville suits uh based on a I mean not a true story, but like a true place from the seventies, Action Point in New Jersey, the crazy uh, fucking uh, amusement park run by like a mafia guy. Although there's no mafia in this movie, so that that was weird. Uh, it's basically you guys remember? You guys ever see Bad Grandpa? Most of it. Some of it. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't, but I I, I get the gist. Right? So yeah. this movie, uh, really, it's worth watching if only because the fact that like all of the stunts are real and like the fact and like the way like they base the story around because there's no story they're just trying to save an amusement park so it's just like all right we're saving amusement park let's so they're have... doing like some real high level classy stunts uh so okay was... okay you're taking a photo right now of him getting blasted in the nuts dude that shit looked like that hurts so and they showed that shit in the special uh the special features he got a concussion from that like <laughs> dude and he's fucking with a bear i'm telling you right now if you like johnny knoxville stunts and chris pontius chris pontius is in it and he's fucking i always loved chris pontius uh he was one of my favorite from the jackass crew i i do recommend but i can totally tell uh you guys especially ucj it's a second screener it's 100 a second screener uh you don't need I mean, to invest I, I was bored i'd watch it it's not like it's anything that i'm like gonna be like oh it's on my list of shit i really need to watch i gotta get to that i'm just saying if you like johnny knoxville, knoxville joint if you don't like knoxville you're a fucking bitch i like knoxville oh, i just you're, like, you think you're better it's than him. that i need to see it's one of those things where it's like if it's there i'll watch it cool well it's you there know? so you can watch it. Cool. <laughs> Touche. Touche. So I say I, I I recommend a rental of this or or free. But if you like Johnny Knoxville and stunts, uh, some of these stunts are ridiculous. And you've seen them in the trailer. But I, I honestly didn't think that one of them, the catapult one, was real. Uh, that one's totally real. They launched that motherfucker into a goddamn barn, and I was my, my penis hurt. It was it, 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 it hurt very badly. But yeah, it's like an '80s. It it feels like CJ's just putting the poster up, uh, like an Animal House type drawn poster. It definitely feels like uh, an '80s, uh, you know, like Meatballs type of movie, but no rape. So that's a plus. Uh, oh, unlike oh, yes. unlike Meatballs, there is no rape in Action Point. So hooray! Uh, hooray! So yeah, I do I do recommend that. Sort of for free, caveat. Yeah. Or if you like Johnny Knoxville, all right. I had to get that out there because I. I took... That's okay. I, I like the Jackass movies, so I'll I'll check it out. Jackass Three is one of the best movies of all time, like easily in my top ten movies. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even gonna, I'm not even lying. I'm not trying to be a dick. Like 100 percent Jackass 3D in 3D, in 3D is one of the top my one of my top ten movies of all fucking time. That <laughs> is the pinnacle of uh, penises flying at the camera. Uh, we peaked. 
It did. It did. Movie. James Cameron's got nothing on that. He's that's why Avatar th- two hasn't come out because he's trying to perfect Navi penis three uh, D action, <laughs> and he's just like the, the Jackass Boys did it better. <laughs> yeah. Have you not the the um like the weight and the proportion? Yeah, it just looks too fake for Cameron. It just looks. Yeah. It doesn't. You don't want right. the uncanny penis. You no. Know? no. Like, <laughs> You don't want to look at a the fake dick and go, "That's a fake Which dick." Which was one of the scrapped ideas for Stan Lee. Was, was the uncanny penis? <laughs> Do you imagine last time on the uncanny penis? Kevin Feige trying to fucking bring that into the MCU. Listen, I got a good story. <laughs> <laughs> now bear with me, you guys. The uncanny penis. Now hold on. Well, I know what you're thinking. How we're never going to be able to do this. We're going to change it up. The uncanny Richard. We're going to call it that first so we can get the name right. <laughs> and it's just this big, giant, anatomical dick running around with Rocket Raccoon. That'd be the shit. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. I would totally see that. The uncircumcised, uncanny penis. <laughs> oh, this my God. And then, could you imagine could, could you imagine the behind-the-scenes uh, 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 effects videos on that? Like It's just like this <laughs> artist going to be like, you know, for months we we struggled with getting the translucency right on this uh this, <laughs> the the foreskin. Like you wouldn't believe how hard it is to get sunlight to come through the foreskin. Now double that when you're on the planet of Xandar. Like, what does that look like? <laughs> we had to get my four year old nephew to do motion capture because it just wasn't working properly. <laughs> yeah, instead of James Gunn, instead of James Gunn having his fucking brother be Rocket, there's like the dude's got a four year old. Okay, you're the foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> He's like in a green suit running around the set. I don't know uh, why we don't. I don't know why we don't have a production company. You guys, I feel I like. Know, right? I, I feel like we'd be like the next Canon Films. We'd be something, all right. I think we'd be amazing. So Ari. So. 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 Um, so. I have been um, thinking about uh, putting something together for a while now, and because I haven't watched anything over the past week, I'm like, why don't I, t- why don't I try out this new segment idea that I had? Oh, you, t- you two both don't have any idea what this is because I've never mentioned it once. So today, I, I I sat there and I watched it, and I wrote my notes, and here we go with the very first episode. Uh oh. Of, I don't have it. I don't know if this is going to be the final name for this yet. Um, okay. So if anybody has some uh, suggestions, let me know. But, but I'm calling hey, Rob, this right uh, now. Who the fuck does he think he is? <laughs> What's it called? I'm calling. I'm calling this Ari's CJ's conspiracy corner. No. I'm calling this- <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! I love that. I love Ari's CJ's conspiracy corner. <laughs> Ari's Rob's CJ's, CJ's conspiracy, conspiracy corner. Catchy. <laughs> Okay, what is it? All right, so this is Spider-Man Sucks. What I'm doing is going through every episode of the 1967 Spider-Man cartoon. Oh, shit. And reviewing them. <laughs> and, and today, I watched the very first episode, and I thought I would share my notes with you guys on episode number one. Of the 67 Spider-Man cartoon titled The Power of Dr. Octopus. Are you guys ready? I'm 100 percent ready here. All right. Let's do this. So our our episode starts off at night while Peter is driving down 
what is basically a large rock, but I guess it's supposed to be a, a hill or a mountain. I, I have no idea why he's driving down this large rock because there was nothing at the top. So I don't know what the fuck he was doing up there. I'm guessing he was just sitting there like masturbating to the moonlight or some shit because there was no point for him to be up there whatsoever. That's what I do. So, yeah, that's what I figure. So so he's angry. Peter Parker is, is kind of angry because he's he's working at night. <laughs> I don't know what kind of hours he does, but this is clearly nighttime. And uh, J. Jonah Jameson has him looking for mysterious lights. So, of course, if your boss says, hey, kid, go work all day long and find me some mysterious lights what would you do but drive up a little mountain and and then drive down yeah yeah look for mysterious lights got it yeah well as he's driving down this hill a boulder happens to fall right in front of his car which causes him to yell out fasten your seatbelts." now reminder he's alone in his car he's not (laughs) driving with anybody peter's just sitting in there by himself so oh i I'm hoping, like, whenever something happens, he yells, fastens your seatbelts. Is real quick, is Peter uh, in high school in this cartoon, or is he already, because he's working for Jay Jonah, so is he already out of high school, as far as you know? I'm, I, be- I believe he's out. Okay, okay. Because, okay. because this doesn't mention high, the first episode doesn't mention high school okay. at all. Okay. So I think he's out of it. All right, just try, I'm, all trying, right. I'm trying to get the timeline in my head. All right, sorry, continue, sir. Yeah, yeah. All right, so continue. he yells, fasten your seatbelts, and then his car drives off the cliff. Um, <laughs> Fortunately, there was a really strong tree sticking out the side of the cliff, which he lands perfectly on, like you do in like a Looney Tunes cartoon. So, luckily for him, he's perfectly fine. Um, he then decides, "I'm going to get my car down, but first, I'm going to have to change into my Spider-Man costume because <coughs> what if somebody sees me?" Exactly. So he says. <coughs> So so then again, he talks to himself and says, don't make waves until I've made this change. And then he puts on his Spider-Man costume. Once again, he's not talking to anybody. He's alone in his car. I, I don't know who's supposed to be making waves while he's stuck in a tree. Maybe he has no a, Maybe he has an implanted chip in his brain that we don't know about yet. He's talking it to his own be. version of STEM. This could be very <laughs> early proto-upgrade. That's where Lee Wannell stole the idea from, the first episode of 1967 Spider-Man. There you go. We, got, we got you, Lee. We got him. Okay, so so I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, but then he lowers his car down by like a web pulley system he makes, and and then um. Why would he make a pulley? I don't. That's know. That's probably going to be in the new game, Rob. So let's not be too. Yeah. Shut the fuck learn. up! I can't wait for that game, like, bitch. Okay, make a pulley and then press A and X simultaneously. I got that game pre-ordered, motherfucker. Yeah. I can't wait for Spider-Man. Oh. I'm not making fun of Spider-Man. I'm just trying to understand what Ari's talking about. <laughs> hey, hey! I watched it and. and and oh, we have more. Yes. There's more. Yes. Okay, so now he, he's lowered his car all the way down. And um, as luck would have it, he notices mysterious lights. Oh, shit. The exact same thing that J. Jonathan Jameson told him to look out for. He sees some. All right. There's some lights coming from the middle of the mountain rock hill thing behind two stones. So he moves the stones. And what do you know? But a secret lab lies behind those stones. And who's inside that secret lab? Santa. Yes. Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) No, that would be Dr. Octopus. Doc Ock! Doc Ock is behind there. So um, I I guess Dr. Octopus was waiting for Spider-Man to show up because this, like, chain trap comes down and immediately grabs him. Wait, 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 wait. His spidey sense doesn't go off? 
Wait, is that oh, what Doctor not... Octopus looks like? Yes, he looks like a purple Frankenstein monster. That's yes. not my Doc Ock. Hashtag. <laughs> that's not my Doc Ock. That's, that's Doctor Octopus right there in his purple glory. Jesus Christ! You watch a whole episode of that? All right, all right, keep going. Oh, oh yes, I do. <laughs> I, I hope somebody's getting some entertainment out of this. All right, so now Spider-Man's captured in this uh, chain trap thingy, and, and Dr. Octopus says, Hey, Spider-Man, I'm having such a super awesome day now because I just captured you. And he just finished his, his big invention to make him ruler of the universe or something along those lines. Why does he look like Al Franken? <laughs> Al Franken, like, and his and his Al Franken's mom had a child, and Ugh. that's that's what it turned out to be. All right, so he's he's being all evil genius style right now. Yeah, he's just full so he's on got, evil genius. Yes, he's got Spider Man captured, and he's got an invention, and oh, he's going to use it. So what he's going to do is he's going to wipe out a whole section of the city. Just so happens that the section of the city he plans on wiping out is the one where Spider-Man's house is. Oh, Aunt May! Yeah, which he doesn't even mention Aunt May by name, and that plot point never comes up again in the entire episode. So it was completely and utterly pointless. For You've probably thought that. about this show more than everybody who worked on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, the thing is, Dr. Like Batman, 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 except Spider-Man, and you're not fat. Uh, was it Jew Man and Spider Boy? <laughs> I knew it. I didn't want to say it. I was waiting for you, Rob. Thank you. Yeah, for you're welcome. That's fine. Shalom, man. Shalom, okay. man. Shalom, oh, Shalom, man. Way man. better. My bad. Yeah, you're way. That's way better. All right, keep going. Go. All right. Well, Doctor Octopus, he he ain't that bad of a guy after all. All he wants to really do is destroy the city, but he doesn't want to take any lives. So he sends a letter to J. Jonah Jameson telling him what his plan is, so J. Jonah Jameson can evacuate the city. Why because... J. Jonah Jameson? Is he just like a news editor? <laughs> yeah, he's like yes. editor of the, yeah. the largest paper. Yes. Yeah. Because now now we, we flash over to the Daily Bugle where Jin Jonah is uh, reading his letter and he doesn't believe it. He says, this is fucking, this is Humpty Bumpty bullshit. And Betty Brant is there and he's yelling at Ooh. Betty like, what the fuck happened to Parker? Fucking teenage, stupid fucking teenagers and shit. And Betty's like, oh, I don't know. What did happen? Betty's so, hot. Yeah, she's... Uh, come on, CJ. Where's our picture of Betty? Yeah, I know. He's too busy looking for more photos of Doc Ock. <laughs> so... He's going to send a picture so, of Betty Boop. He doesn't know what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> Betty. JJJ doesn't believe uh, Dr. Octopus's letter, so he just fucking ignores it. Okay, well, meanwhile, Spider-Man has now escaped from Dr. Octopus's metal trap thing. And Dr. Octopus is completely shocked that Spider-Man has escaped. Um, he looks at him and goes, oh, she's oh there. yeah, That's there you go. There. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of Elizabeth That's... Banks from the, oh, the, the Tobey Maguire movies. Not that. That's not, terrible. Not 1967. No, not, not, Betty. no, no. <laughs> I retract my Betty's Hot from 1967 Spider-Man. I don't know, but she's into some choking games, so you might uh, <laughs> reconsider that, Rob. Uh, yeah, well, you know, the safe word's pineapple. We all, mm -hmm. we all know that. Safe word's pineapple. Oh. Oh, and this is uh, this is totally. I think you've left uh, Leslie in this uh, situation once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> CJ, how dare oh, you? What <laughs> CJ has just done is put a picture of Betty Brant plastered against the wall with a very white, creamy substance. Could be web fluid. CJ. Could be other fluid. <laughs> Bodily type of fluid. A lot of it. <laughs>
Ari, continue. Okay. So anyway, Spider-Man escapes. Um, Dr. Octopus is shocked and, and looks at him and, and exclaims, Spider-Man? And Spider-Man says, what did you expect? Peter Pan? Which uh, what? Is, <laughs> what? Which is, Why would he use a name that's even close uh, to Peter Parker? I, Why ter- would he? Terrible. Terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> All right. And then, bam, we have our first fight scene between Spider-Man and, and Dr. Octopus. And um, he webs Dr. Octopus's arms. And Dr. Octopus breaks through the webbing. And Spider-Man is shocked that he can do such a thing. And it ends with Spider-Man getting trapped in the cell now by Dr. Octopus. Wait, so, is this like a serialized cartoon where like the storylines cross over? No, 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 no. That 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 fight scene ends. We, we're not done. Oh, with the got it. Okay, so so Spider Man is now trapped in a cell, um, and trapped Betty in is the closet. Dri- <laughs> Betty's driving around looking for Peter, and she just happens to stumble across his car and that weird mountain thing that he was on. Um, she talks to a cop, and that doesn't really do much. <laughs> he just says, "Okay, go have fun finding your friend." Oh, First mistake: never talk to cops, brah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Am I being detained? Am I being detained? Exactly, that's what you guys say. Am I being detained? But, no, she wasn't detained. So, but okay, good, good. at least not by the cop, because Doctor Octopus was spying on her this whole time. He's Perfect. watching her on his on his Daco Vision camera. Beaten and off. um, he yeah, he just opens the door up and lets her into his lap because he really he wants some Betty action. Do Do you <laughs> think Doctor Octopus has ever pleasured himself with one of his tentacles? Because I know the fuck I would try. I bet you he's got a really tiny. Like right, piece. like I feel like, like you could stick really one tentacle tiny. up your own butthole and like hit you think he has like yeah. attachments. Oh, he has, dude, like, flashlights. Oh, dude, listen. Okay, flashlight arm. Holy shit, CJ, you just blew my mind. Okay, if I had a Doctor Octopus fucking contraption on my back and I had arms with with fucking <laughs> things on it, fuck yeah, one would be a flashlight. Why do you give him these ideas, CJ? Dude, dude, holy <laughs> shit, one would be a flashlight. Two would be a flashlight. Three would be a fucking something for the butt, and the fourth one would be like <laughs> I don't know uh, a hand to make like a sandwich while all this is happening. <laughs> I would have the best orgasm and then fucking have a sandwich ready. Holy shit, CJ! Somebody needs to get on this. I want a Doctor Octopus flashlight tentacle arm to do my. Bidding. I'll call Elon Musk in a few hours. <laughs> yes, start tweeting. Fuck, fuck the Tesla. This is where the real money's at. CJ's <laughs> flashlight tentacle thing. Because we'll name it after CJ because he came up with it. So his, yeah, his name Perfect. will always be synonymous with the fleshlight <laughs> tentacle arm. <laughs> okay, keep going. Beautiful. Okay, so now Dr. Octopus has idea. two. He's, he's got uh, Betty Brandt and Spider-Man as, as uh, his prisoners. And he's extremely happy because now he's got two people to watch him destroy a Does he know Betty? Or she, he, uh, she's just there because she, she, she found the rocks. She's just there. He, he's just like, oh, here's, here's a girl outside of my mountain fortress ridiculous cave thing so i'm just gonna snag her too and lock her up um so he explains his plan to to them saying he's gonna release an emp pulse to destroy the neighborhood and spider-man's reaction to that is that gizmo will make the atom bomb look like a firecracker um, <laughs> so basically okay. just invalidating all of the hard work those scientists did yeah spider-man's yeah. like oh my god dr octopus is so much yeah. smarter well, he doesn't yeah. have a flashlight there. Okay, keep going. Okay, no, Dr. Octopus is not that smart because uh, he, he he does his maniacal laughing. Oh. Well, Spider-Man uh, shoots his web and, and hits a uh, lever that opens up the cage. So uh, he gets free again and, and he's out. And uh, this, this exchange happens. Uh, Dr. Octopus turns around and sees Spider-Man is free once again and says, no one can interfere with my plans. And Spidey says... 
Looks like I caught you with your plans down. Oh. <laughs> At this point in the episode, it's about 11 minutes long. I, I was about ready. I, I Holy think- shit, stop. Everything you've been talking <laughs> about was only 11 minutes? Yeah, it's an 11-minute long episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, at this point, I was wondering, maybe I'm not, maybe this segment isn't going to happen after all, because I don't know if I could do this. Here's the first and last of Ari Spider-Man show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So then they fight who again. Would start, and... Who would start a segment and then never follow up with it again? Yeah, it sounds like I someone wonder. I know. Bullshit. Yeah, it sounds like mm-hmm. someone I know. Mm-hmm. All right, so they fight again, and hey, guess what? Spider-Man does have Spidey sense. After all, because Dr. Octopus goes to drop a gigantic, like, several-ton concrete pillar on him with the spider sense alerts him to it, and he bounces out of the way. Then Dr. Octopus tries zapping him with his laser zapper that every bad guy in the world has. And um, during this whole time, Spider-Man continues to drop terrible puns, none of which I wrote down because at this point I just wanted to jab my pen into my throat. Uh, Betty just sits there yelling a whole bunch. Uh then finally, Dr. Octopus uses a, a gigantic vent in the ceiling, like in Willy Wonka. It turns on the fan to suck up Spider-Man, spin him around, and throw him back onto the ground. You do realize there are better cartoons you could be watching, right, Ari? Like, there's so much yes. better shit you could be putting <laughs> you spending time on. Sliders, you could be watching <laughs> Young Hercules. If it was good, be would it be this stupid? <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> Oh, Spider-Man right, so, sounds like an asshole in this already. Spider-Man's a fucking dipshit. So now we're, <laughs> we go back to the we go back to the Daily Bugle. Well, where uh, uh, JJ is is concerned about Betty and Parker missing, although he hates teenagers and thinks they just wandered off. So he's really not making any sense. But he decides to uh, call the police and tell them that they're missing. I don't know how long. I guess they've been missing for like 25, 30 minutes or something. I don't <laughs> fucking know how long this has been going on for. Um, then then he just gets a bunch of phone calls out of the blue that validates the letter he got from Dr. Octopus. So he, so goes he looks like, like a fucking idiot. Yeah, he goes, holy shit, the letter was true after all. So Worst whatever. Ever. Yeah, he's a fucking dipshit too. Everybody's a fucking dipshit in this. So Spider-Man is once again um, handcuffed. So this is now the third time Spider-Man has been captured. Yeah, he gets handcuffed a lot. Yeah. I wonder if he just kind of likes it. I think he just enjoys it. Ain't nothing wrong with being handcuffed, man. Don't kink shame. No, no. So now now (laughs) Dr. Octopus is showing Betty what he's doing to the city, which is causing some stupid explosions that don't do really much of anything. And uh, she yells a whole bunch. He laughs a whole bunch. And then Spidey finally wakes up and and it gets let let Betty lets out Betty and says Betty go get help and he once again frees himself and guess who's completely shocked to see Spider Man free again? Uh, Dude, Doctor Octopus is the worst fucking villain ever. Why did what? Oh, this is and it's not like he's got Spider Man and Betty in another room. They're literally two feet Dude, behind him this whole time. He's Doctor Evil. He's he's Doctor Dipshit. Fucking so, retarded. This is the first episode. You better just this is the throw this episode. whole box set into the dumpster. <laughs> so, so this is this is my favorite. Spider-Man shoots webbing, causing a Doc Ock to go blind. But let's remember, Doctor Octopus has glasses on. He could have just taken them off, but does he? No, he just goes. Bah! I can't see. Kids uh, in the sixties are dumb. Yeah. No, I mean, really, that's why Christopher Nolan is the best superhero director there is, because he would have been like, uh-uh, this isn't happening, no. you guys. Yeah, no, no. Take his glasses there was off. No, 
There wasn't much quality control in this episode. Okay, so then Spider-Man finally webs the shit out of Dr. Octopus. Betty's off free, and she finds the cop. She seems to be in the middle of the desert, which I thought, you know, this takes place in New York, so I don't know how the fuck they got into the middle of the desert, but I, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know what the fuck's happening anymore. She tells the cop, um, and, and then Peter Parker shows up, and Betty's like, what the fuck? Where it's have like, you been this whole time? It's like you're a stenographer for the fucking Spider-Man <laughs> animated series. Like, you're sitting there like... I made some notes. Yeah, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, so... um yeah, Peter Parker finally shows up. I don't know up how much they... Rob loves long form reviews. Too. <laughs> I know. I fucking hate long form reviews. <laughs> it's favorite thing. It's like my least favorite thing it's ever. Favorite and thing. this is the funniest shit. I've okay. tried Ari and I've got the exact same reaction that you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> keep going, Ari. This might be the first and the last. No, keep going. I got some. Keep All going. Right. All right. Peter shows up, uh, says he was trying to fix his car or something. Betty's like, you're a fucking idiot. And then uh, the cop goes off into the mountain, finds Dr. Octopus all uh, webbed up, and reads the note that Peter that Spider-Man left on him that you know, oh the, 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 courtesy of your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man oh, that was and, Stallone for a second uh, yeah no. oh, hey, oh. <laughs> and our and, and our and our wonderful little episode ends with Betty and Peter back at the Daily Bugle where uh, J. Jonah Jameson says okay tell me exactly what happens and then immediately <laughs> says no don't I don't want to fucking hear it so so that uh and then he yells at Peter Parker for not getting any pics, of which um, Peter says he should have asked Doc Ock to lend him a hand. Um, oh, topical. Which, which yeah, well, which I mean, is it's not kind topical of topical at all. I don't know, it's topical. <laughs> which is kind of well, well. Remember, he's he's in a room alone with Betty and and, and J. Jonah Jameson, and he wasn't captured by Doctor Octopus. So, so what? I mean, didn't he just kind of reveal that he's Spider Man to them by saying that? But Whatever, like I said, like we both said here, I put way too much thought into this, more thought than anybody else probably ever has ever. And there you go, episode one of the 1967 uh, Spider-Man cartoon all right. is complete. Here we go. Here's my thought. Okay, ready? I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you some constructive criticism on this bit, Ari. I'm gonna give you some constructive. I think, I think we completely broke Rob. Some some constructive criticism on this bit. So you said, is this a, how long is how long are these episodes from the '60s? Was it like a th like 23 I minutes, like 15? Yeah. What, no. what happened? Can you hear me? <laughs> oh, hold on, Rob. We can't hear anything. Oh no! Did my I break? Yeah, my review just broke the uh, podcast. Okay, hold yeah. on. I can still hear you guys. We're gonna come right. Well, you're back. back now. I can see you now. Okay, I can still hear you guys. So I kept going. Okay. Yeah, everything we're back. is all we're back. back. Okay. So, and we're back. And we're back. I mean, we were still here on my end, but whatever. All right. So, constructive criticism, Ari, for your first yes. segment on a podcast. How long was this episode? Like, uh, how long was the actual cartoon? Twenty minutes? Twenty-one minutes? Fifteen? Do you know how uh, long it was? Eleven. Wait, the whole the whole show's only eleven minutes. I think your was recap like... was longer than eleven. Okay, minutes. stop, stop. Okay, my first point. First point. Long. First point. If the episode is eleven minutes long, your recap should be like two minutes long, right? <laughs> Tops. Now. I'm okay. So now you just spoke for at least 15 minutes. I mean, it felt like a fucking eternity about Spider-Man episode one. <laughs> Let me read you the Wikipedia entry on the first episode of Spider-Man and let's see how quick we can go through this. Teenage okay. photographer Peter Parker is sent by the Daily Bugle to investigate a series of mystery lights in a wooded area outside the city when a sudden landslide forces him to swerve off the road and land in a tree. Bam. You did say that. 
Realizing he's in a precarious spot, Peter slides down in the driver's seat and out of sight, only to rise back up again as Spider-Man. He lowers the car to the ground, finds a hidden entrance, operated by Dr. Octopus, who captures him, reveals his plan to blow up part of the city. He's also sent a warning to the Daily Bugle. JJJ says it's a crank letter. Spider-Man breaks free. He's caught again. Betty Brant drives off to the place. She's caught. Spider-Man escapes his cage. He's caught. Spider-Man <laughs> frees both him and Betty, stops Dr. Octopus, saves the city from destruction. Both my version of that and your version of that is still fucking terrible. Fucking Spider-Man is so boring, dude. Nothing happens. <laughs> it's all right, guys, because... The animation is amazing, though, because it has great because memes. There are pages and Holy pages shit. of discs on this thing. Dude, how many episodes are on there? There is a total of, I will tell you right now. Um, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> now I want you to do every single okay. one of them. All right, we got 52 episodes. Okay, for the next, 50, for the next 52 episodes of Brain Dead Radio, Ari is going to bring back... <laughs> Ari's Spider-Man reviews. He's gonna take my constructive criticism, shorten them down. <laughs> did, did, yeah. Did your kid we'll, watch it with you, or did you just watch it by yourself? No, he watched it too. He was just confused by the whole. thing. I was gonna say because, like, I know there's like a shitload of memes on the internet from the Spider-Man cartoon. Like, it's always like Peter Parker and like super gay positions, or J. Joe and Jameson saying racist shit. Because it's like the animation is so clunky and shit. But yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a full episode of Spider-Man from, from, from the 60s. So I commend you for well, not only owning the box set, but watching it. That's impressive, yeah, sir. That was an impulse buy. Um, so why not make the best of it now and <laughs> review all 52 episodes in this wonderful collection from 19... <clears throat> 67. The next 52 episodes of BDR is oh. going to have... Uh, you got to come up with a good name, though. It's got to be a catchy name. What's that? In color. In, col in color. Woo! So, there you go. Uh, but yeah, if somebody if anybody wants to name this thing, uh, go right ahead. Because uh, right now, it's just Spider-Man sucks. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody can come up with something better than that. I feel like I feel like there's something out there that, could, that, that somebody that could definitely do that. So are you guys yeah. ready for some uh, viewer questions? Yeah. Do you guys want some oh, viewer questions? Bag. Do you want mailbag? Oh, BDR mailbag. It's the mailbag. We, we got letters. the mailbag. We, we got some questions from some fans. Dun, 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 dun. All right. First question. Mama Batman. If you had to relive one day of your life over and over again a la Groundhog Day, what day would you fucking pick? I added the fucking for like... Uh, because this question to me is like one of those ones that like I'm like I don't I oh my god so Groundhog Day <laughs> one day of your life relived over and over where you would be totally fine but you'd also be like Bill Murray where like you'd relive it so long you would just get so bored because you know everything that's happening mm -hmm. but you can still fuck with shit like Bill Murray so doesn't it have to always be the same because Bill Murray obviously you know killed himself and would fuck with people and fuck with Ned and have some fun with that shit so. One day in your life up to now. And it can't, you know, can't be fictional. It's got to be real. That, this feels like an entire episode's worth of fucking content. Like, it, like, right. I, I saw this yeah, and was like, holy one. Like, shit, uh, right? Yeah. I've, got, right? I've, got, I've got something. And, and I'm going to choose, I'm choosing this day because of the pure fact that I could fucking, it, it would take 
years before I, I I wouldn't be having fun with it anymore. And that's my my first time at Comic Con, because do you know how many fucking people would be there to fuck with? Like, like literally, Dude. you could spend you could spend like years of your life just fucking with thousands Dude. of different people. Dude. It would be fucking amazing. Oh, like, oh, and you could have I thousands of thousands of years where you could like have sex with the hot cosplay girls. Because there'd be yeah. so many of them. So many. Nice. I mean, Ari. Uh, it, would, it would just be a never-ending cornucopia of entertainment until uh, it stopped one day. I'm not going to lie, Ari. I thought your answer was going to be like, the birth of my child. And I was going to be like, oh. oh, you goddamn pussy. I like that you went Comic-Con. That's awesome. <laughs> have you ever seen a kid coming out of a woman before? Uh, really? like Only on Pornhub like, once or twice, maybe three times. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> the Gross. vagina is a beautiful mystical unicorn, and then once a baby pops out, pops out of it, it's it, kind of its mysticism is kind of kind of disappears a little. So uh, no, not that day. Uh, it's like the vagina was once the never-ending story, and then a baby pops out, and now it's the never-ending story it's... too. <laughs> it's more like Mac and me now. <laughs> So Comic-Con, the first time you went to Comic-Con. Ari, when was the first time you went to Comic-Con? Because um, it would be that time. So like, how, yeah. old, how old were you? It was probably 2007, I think, because they showed – it was the Comic-Con where they showed the Iron Man trailer for the first time, and Iron Man came out in 2008. Oh, shit. So that so was like right when the MCU started then. Like it wasn't even the yeah. MCU. It was just here's, – here's the guy who directed Elf. Uh, directing the yeah. guy who used to be a druggie uh, in a fucking movie about a second-tier Marvel character called Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. That's and fucking that awesome. Movie. Like we, were, we watched the trailer, like, twice. We were at the, the panel. panel? Nice. You yeah, were at the we panel? Were the, yeah, but was, that was back in the day when you can get into the Hall H panels without Dude. having to wait in line for four days. Wait, was, like, was uh, Robert Downey Jr. there? Uh, like, John Favreau? So. John, Johnny John Favs? Favreau. They, they gave us, you know what, it was a Paramount panel. I don't think it was, it wasn't a specific Iron Man panel. Oh. So I, I think Danny, Robert Downey Jr. was there, but they gave so us all. Um, like the Groundhog Day, the Robert Downey Jr., where it's like you learn all this like personal stuff about him, like every single day you have to relive it. And eventually you're just like, when Best you meet friends. him, you have like all the shit that makes him be like, this guy's fucking awesome. Ari <laughs> and RDJ, best friends. And you end up fucking him in the backseat of his car. <laughs> Whoa, that took a weird turn. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it yeah. going sexual. I just thought it was going to be like. If like, I'm going to be doing this day for like years on end. You would fuck Robert Downey. Yeah, right? Point, it's one, get around to it, right? Yeah, it's one day. Yeah. Like you would get bored enough to be like, I'm going to fuck Robert Downey Jr. today. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Like it's totally like, fine. How does it feel? Like how hard would it be to get this to happen? I bet, yeah, right. And just like all you need to know is like his favorite ice cream flavor. And he just like yeah, fucking opens it up for you. Yeah, man. And that was that oh. was the act that made like the Groundhog Day end was like yeah. me fucking him. <laughs> that, like, wake that's up the and riddle. Do, like, that was together. A, yeah, that was that's the, the riddle. You had to learn. That's the riddle. Yeah, yeah the riddle. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Holy shit, that's crazy that you were at that Comic Con. And now when you look back at yeah. it, are you like, wow, this is nuts? to where the point we're at now with like infinity yeah, i mean they gave everybody there like a t-shirt with the iron man um yeah. thing that glowed in the dark Did the you, iron man. you sent that to me didn't you cool. send somebody sent me one of those i got i got a couple so i probably did send yeah either one. you or maybe vit did 
It might have been bit. I yeah, one know. of you guys sent me one of those because I wore that shit fucking everywhere. I was like, look, I'm cool. I got the arc <laughs> reactor in my chest, bra. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, I everybody's st- like, this, this Marvel stuff ain't going nowhere, yeah, I still, nerd boy. I still wear my Squidbillies hat that Vit sent me. It says, breathe if you're horny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my fa- it's my favorite hat because it fits my giant like my giant ridiculous water in the brain head <laughs> but it says breathe if you're horny so i can't really wear it out because it's embarrassing to wear out in public <laughs> it's not that good so it's comic-con that's a great fucking answer jesus christ cj do you have an answer or do you need to think some more um, I can give an answer. I mean, you, um, you can give especially one. with the whole Groundhog's Day. Like, if you're trying to like accomplish a thing, so like, I think my hopes would be that I would relive, uh, in like 2001. I think it was. I saw like the heyday of like Psychopathic Records. ICP. ICP. Like whoop, they whoop. came. They whoop, came whoop. by. And they had all the different artists that were still that were still youngish at the time, right? So what I would do is I would live it over and over and over again, and like try to get on the stage every time, okay? And like to figure out like how I could just like rock it, you know, like out of nowhere and like win the crowd over and like get signed and stuff. And I would hope that that would actually be like once I did that, it's like then I got to like stop reliving that day. Like live it on, but what would actually probably happen is I find out my true calling is to be like a roadie. <laughs> like I just become like a roadie. Like you could be roadie. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, it's where I'm gonna wake up. And it's like, nope, this is my life now, dude. You would be amazing <laughs> like as a, a roadie. It would be like a Black Mirror episode where it's yeah. like I think that I'm gonna get like my dream rapper job. Like, nope, <laughs> you get to be a roadie. Oh my god, look at Carney. Oh, well, that's not too bad. <laughs> see here's here's the fucked up thing you guys and i'm sitting here and i i i, I had this was there like a rave that you went to no, here's something? the thing like honestly i I've, I've had this question i got this question about 20 minutes before uh we started the episode or whatever so i got to read it and i started to think about it uh and i've been listening to you guys and i've been thinking about it throughout the episode and i honestly at the moment couldn't i can't it's not like i have like so many i can't choose from I'm just like I. I don't know if I want to relive any of these fucking days over. Uh, the rock, day would it be the... that you married Leslie? No. Oh. Life. Was it no. the day that you threw you threw a rock at Gavin Rosdale? Oh, uh, Gavin Rosdale, that was kind of fun. That was that fast. <laughs> <laughs> I did throw a rock at Gavin Rosdale. Uh, that did come out today when we were waiting to like, record. Ever, like at your wedding, <laughs> it Gavin was... Rosdale happened to show up. Oh. And, like you just you have a rock, you just like throw at him during your wedding ceremony. Like <laughs> no. now it's the best day of my life. No, 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 no. It wouldn't. No, it's like that's the thing. It's just like I said with Ari, like the birth of your child, the wedding. It's just like no, those are just fucking events. Those events happen. Oh, I... Like yeah, my wedding sure as hell isn't mine. That's what I'm saying. It's just like those events happen. So like, no, that's it not it. End well for me, and like, I mean, what if, okay, you know what? what? You okay, I'm not gonna to... lie. I'm not gonna lie. I just thought of it. I just thought of it, and it's super bad. I just thought of it. <laughs> I just thought, and I have a photo. I got a photo and a book in my fucking bedroom. Yeah, okay. So ninth grade. Oh. Uh, ninth grade. Uh-oh. His photo I'm, quest. I'm gonna guess that it was when he went to a Star Trek convention. No, ninth grade. <laughs> Uh, and just because I thought of this is because it was a pretty good day. And I'm like, I could probably do more. Uh, it was Italian Dunker Day at school. Oh, and I just dude. We lived that day. It was really good. Dude, Italian Dunker Day was pretty fucking good, though. <laughs> Shit. Okay, now hold on. I got I to gotta think about it. 
So I wasn't <laughs> going to go with the ninth grade story, but I don't think the ninth grade story is as good as Italian Dunker Day, because those days are pretty fucking good. Those days are almost as good as the soy cheeseburger days. I'm going to say... No, soy cheeseburger? Gross. Yeah, what kind of days were you guys having in yeah. school? Well, I mean, soy you know those burgers weren't fucking real burgers, yeah, right, CJ? Bullshit as CJ, that. you do know that the cheeseburgers served in the cafeteria in your Maybe school. Maybe your bullshit no, school. CJ, I'm, I'm saying... Your US lunch, Leslie. your lunch, Leslie. We CJ, have some real CJ, CJ, meat. more than likely your lunch lady carte. burger. I don't meat get the a la carte. Not, no, no, a la carte chicken sandwich, no, a la carte hamburger. No, no, you're not gonna have any fucking a la carte fucking chicken sandwich. We have Taco CJ. Bell at our fucking school. I'm talking back in fucking like junior high and fucking shit, like the elementary school. <laughs> elementary school having the square pizza. It looked like it was made it on like a. Chef Boyer, the Chef Boyer D stuff. Yeah, no, all right. So yeah. I gotta think. I gotta think of my. I gotta think of my my, my one day. Uh, well, I want to say like the first day I got my first hand job because that was a pretty good day. Uh, like that was the ninth grade story, but that's not really that great because there's not much I could do in that day because me and my best yeah, friend. Yeah, like, like well, no, it like me and my best like, friend Brandon. See who else? You well, get hand jobs from me and my best ninth grade. No, me and my best. No, me and my best friend. <laughs> me and my best friend Brandon went to the Mall of America. <laughs> Uh, it, like our parents dropped us off. Gave and me a hand job. CJ, it was great. Like CJ, you know, like you know what a big deal that is. So I don't want to talk to you guys anymore. I'm done. I'm oh. fucking done. Oh, no, but like firm, CJ, 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 you like, and I well, knew it was I, gonna be a good God day. Fuck you guys. You know, <laughs> I don't want to tell my story. <laughs> no, I want to. I want to what happened behind the hot dog on a stick. Listen, we didn't have those in Minnesota, bro. There were no hot dogs on a stick here. Because every time I see those movies, I'm like, That's "Well, there was a hand. hot dog in a hand." Oh, <laughs> well, god damn it! I did not get a hand job from my best friend Brandon. You guys, that's not what happened. I'm not gonna relive that. But eventually, you would have to if you did that day on Groundhog. Well, I would just try yeah. to see what would work. I yeah. mean, yeah, just like I mean, yeah, like why not? Like it's one day. Right. Well, I'm trying to think of a day that stands out. I mean. Let's see. Probably. You know what, CJ? Now that you do mention it, my very first rave, uh, Star Kissed 420, uh, obviously held on April 20th, uh, 1998, I believe. Maybe 99. Uh, that probably would be amazing. That'd be like kind of like Ari's Comic Con because that was my first rave ever. Uh, we went with a bunch of friends. I had my giant fat pants on and my sweet fucking raver like mesh shirt. And I was just like, fuck yeah, look at my nips. Let's fucking do some throwing shapes in the church dance. Uh, and it was a big, it was in a big arena and I did a lot of drugs. And the best part about it was the floor. They had like, uh, because it was like a sports arena, they had the um, like almost like a uh, wrestling mat type uh, material on the floor, like all around it. So like when you stepped on it, it was like walking on the moon. So when you're all fucked up on drugs and dancing uh, all night, that felt really awesome. Uh, there was a lot of friends. And if you want to practice your MMA, oh totally, dude! You could take you could take people down. But that was <laughs> a lot of fun. I mean, but again, this is I don't I honestly don't think I can answer this question, which totally sucks because I I can't think of a certain one fucking day that I could live over and over. Ari's makes sense. Uh, CJ's makes sense, and then he made the twist to make it funny. Uh, I honestly. <laughs> don't have a day and that makes me sad so there'll be no groundhog day uh for did me did you ever take like one karate That's class so uh so i did well i did well times you become like an amazing black belt? okay i did take karate <laughs> but it wasn't really karate like uh it was like a community college you know you know when you get those things in the mail uh cj and ari you like community college classes it's like 
anybody in the public can come and learn how to basket weave, or you can come and learn how to do this. There was, uh, you know, there's the van that drives around the neighborhood. And the guy says, I, I went to a classes in the back. I went to a college. Then you said, sure, it sounds good. No, then you college. get in. God damn it. <laughs> no, I'm trying to answer this question. Fine, fuck it. All right, you know what? We're going to go to the next question. We're going to the next question. This is fucking, it's fucking ridiculous. The next question is from Captain Russ. <laughs> Captain Russ asks, when will the phrase funky butt lovin' <laughs> return to prominence? Now, when I say the phrase funky butt lovin', do you all know what that phrase is from? It's from a movie, and it's a movie from the 90s, from the mid-90s. You would have, if, you've, if you would have seen this movie, you would have been in your early teens, possibly even a, before then. Is it I, House Party? Nope. It's a, it's a, it's a children's movie. It's made oh, for kids. I was going to say Biodome. Nope. But, it's, uh, made, it's, it's actually legitimately made for kids. And funky butt-loving. And it was in the was trailer. Said as an expletive. Yes. As a joke. Like, oh, I can't believe he said funky butt-loving. Said as a joke. Okay, hold on. Ready? It's a sports hmm. movie. I'm going to give you another hint. It's, it's a sports. It's Sandlot, is it? Nope. Rookie of the nope. Year. Oh! Rookie of the Year starring oh, Thomas Ian Nichols, the, uh, the guy from American Pie. Funky butt loving. Yeah. CJ, Funky you win the MVP award for this episode. Uh, I saw Rookie of the Year in the theater uh, with my grandma <laughs> and some of my cousins because uh, my grandma always took only and always took us to like Angels in the Outfield, Rookie of oh, the yeah. Year, yeah. Little Big League. The only movies she took us to were like movies about sports. That I didn't give a shit about, but <laughs> see necessary roughness. Okay, my grandma didn't take me to see unnecessary roughness, CJ, but I love that movie. Kathy Ireland, Sinbad, and Mr. Sinbad. Quantum Leap. Yep. Motherfucking Sam Beckett be up in that bitch. Love oh, that movie. Love Scott Bakula. Oh, um, dude, Scott Bakula. What about shit. You, you go see Ladybugs in theaters? Hundred percent. Like Jonathan Brandis, bitch. Fuck yeah. That movie would not be made now. That movie could not be made now. <laughs> no one would remake Ladybugs. No. However, Rookie of the Year, 100%. Kid breaks his arm, turns out his tendon heals weird, and now he pitches for the Cubs. Uh, there's yeah. a wacky character played by awesome. Daniel Stern, and Gary <laughs> Busey's in it. So, really, it's just amazing all around. Uh, did you enjoy uh, the air up there? No. With, did you enjoy Juana Man? <laughs> Kevin Bacon, like, no, it's it's uplifting that I'm going to take you from from Africa and put you into the NBA. No, I don't like basketball movie. I can't think of one basketball movie besides Teen Wolf that I enjoy. Hmm. Space Jam? Don't, nope. like no, Space Jam? no, Space Jam is for the. It, I, I'm too old for Space Jam. I was. I got questions. At work, about the fact that I've never seen Space Jam. Don't. I, I, I had younger coworkers like, "What no. the fuck is wrong with you?" I'm like, "I, I don't, I don't got shit of taste." Well, I mean, Sorry. you watch, you watch Spider Man, Ari. <laughs> That's that entertaining. At, at least, at least Space Jam has Lola Bunny, and I'm I was sure ever going to be a furry basketball at some point in that TV show. Oh yeah, with a web ball. Mm -hmm. You know, he just makes a web ball and just like. Whoa! Which I'm sure is also in the game that's coming out. So. Yeah. So I hope the game is just a complete remake of every episode of this TV show. I'm going to love great. it. I pre-ordered it. Fuck you. CJ's being a bitch about it because I called him out for being a fucking like, oh, I don't think it's going to be good. It looks boring. Uh, it's not turn-based. 
Looks repetitive. It's not. It's it's, it's not. It's like it's, playing, it's, it's, it's so um, repetitive. I like playing turn based, which is like so Shadow repetitive. Mordor. Yeah. It's like, what? Shadow Mordor was the shit. You're wrong. Anyway, Funky Butt Lovin. Awesome. I say well, great. My hands. Hurt. I say Funky Butt Lovin should come back and will only come back when they finally remake Rookie of the Year. Uh, and if they're gonna remake Rookie of the Year, I'm gonna go ahead and nominate uh, Polly Shore as the Rookie of the Year. Because we need He's to give that guy, yeah, yeah, as a kid, <laughs> they can use CG like CG Leia and Mark Tarkin. You're still eligible for Little League. Yeah. Polly Shore is rookie of the year. I, I let's get let's toss Polly Shore a bone, and I feel like the rookie of the year remake is the perfect way to do that. Sure. Remember rookie of the year? Do you remember those old uh, Burger King uh, ads and Cosmo? He was like the the blonde kid with the spiky hair. CJ, you look yeah. just like him. Yeah, you look like him. He was rookie of the year. Hmm. Yeah, he was the best friend, dude. That movie's Burger the King shit. Burger King Kids Club kid? Yeah, dude. The Burger King Kids Club. Yeah, Ari wasn't oh, a Burger oh. King kid. He was a Jack in the Box kid, weren't you, Ari? Oh, I love Jack in the Box. Ew. Gross. People, in and out People died. Yeah, we don't, we don't have In-N-Out here, so we can't yeah. we can't eat In-N-Out. All we have is Five Guys. That burger. Oh, uh, we, we have Five Guys, guys too. Nobody eats the Five Guys out here because they're all too busy eating In-N-Out. God damn I'm it. Surpri- I'm surprised there was in a Rookie of the Year, like, direct-to-video sequel or anything are you looking it up because there were yeah. there were a few i believe there were a few angels in the outfield sequels at least at least one more angels oh, they in the made outfield. that veteran of the century one <laughs> <laughs> i got that that's so good i got that i got that i laughed i laughed i laughed that was a good that was a good pun the big green. I did. That's what the kid from the Sandlot. <laughs> yeah, Sandlot, the Sandlot kid. kid. Yeah, that's that's Hambone oh. or whatever the fuck was Ham, not Hambone. I remember him mostly <laughs> from uh, X Files, Shore movie. Oh, um, which the, oh Son-in-law. Son-in-law. Oh my God. Like, Speaking. Remember his titty Thank magazine. You. Yeah, his titty magazine. Speaking, Little Giants was the shit. But hold on, I forgot to mention this at the top of the episode. Speaking of Son-in-law, you would have thought you would have thought that I shit. On like a picture of people of everything that people thought was holy when last episode I did not know Bruce McGill's fucking name, <laughs> and I confused that motherfucker with the the, the dad from Son in Law, and then fucking Ari fucking fans the fucking fire over here. He feels that shit. Start a campaign, dude. I got images. People are sending me fucking messages. I, I started never... seeing the comments on the on the uh, on on the Braindead Radio page, uh, and I'm like, oh, I gotta go with this. God damn it! God damn it! I will never forget Bruce McGill's name. I toast. I toast to you, uh, Bruce Bruce McGill. I will never not know your fucking name. Holy shit, CJ! How happy are you? That I get constant shit from Ari now, and you're kind you of you guys uh, team up on me too. It's not like it never happened. How do we me. team up on you, uh, boy T Tiger? T Tiger, yeah, your, yeah, psycho- yeah. your psychopathic record talk is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Just cut to the bone. Cut to the yeah. bone. And you delivered that like Tim and Eric style, yeah. like, <laughs> like hard, like. <laughs> And this is why this is why BDR is going to continue on, uh, you know, until we're all fully upgraded, you guys. Until we're all, or until we all start fighting, and then we got to add a fourth person. Yes, <laughs> uh, we a are. Time. We are just. We're going to be taking entrance for a fourth person. 
Just uh, wait until like two years from now. The screen is like just like 15 people, just 15 windows of different people trying to <laughs> each other. Like... Never, never, <laughs> never. You guys, I, I can't let you guys go. I can't let you. I'll never let you guys go. It's just <laughs> the three of us. You and you guys. It's super hard to like, change that fucking song. You just, you just can't do it. For Brain and Radio, my name is Rob with C to the J and motherfucking R.A. And Transmission. Brain Dev Radio Production. Yeah. Visit us at www.braindevradio.com. <laughs>